Hello, listeners. We have yet another episode of the Die by the Sword podcast. We're having a lot of fun recording these, and we hope you're having fun listening. I uh, want to give another thank you to the guys over at Midnight Syndicate. If you're at all in the market for gothic horror soundtracks, give them a listen over at www.midnightsyndicate.com. And also thank you to Sword Coast Soundscapes for the wonderful sound effects. They've really added a lot to the show, so give him a listen at youtube.com slash Soundscapes. Well, that's enough yammering for me. Let's get on to the show. Well, I have good news, guys. Oh, yeah? What's that? I feel better. <laughs> oh, good for you. Great for you. Yeah. I love however, it. However, you got this entire room sick. A little bit. No regrets. <laughs> These are the sacrifices we make for you, the audience. Mm-hmm. Well, I got sick, but it was nowhere as severe as how Richard got sick. So obviously, I have the superior immune system between the two of us. Yeah, if that's what you, how you want to take that. Mm-hmm. Well, I do. I think it, it's based on 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 sex, really, because these two males got it terrible. Mm-hmm. But the lady, I mean. It's just because women are stronger. Well, they have the term man cold for a reason. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. What I'm trying to say is we did it for you, the audience, because if we didn't record when I was sick, we wouldn't have any episodes to put up. It's very true. Oh, yeah. Thank Two-two. goodness, though, speaking of man colds, Richard does not suffer from the sneezing fits both my dad and brother do. It is it is a whole theatrical show when they have to sneeze. <laughs> it's like can you calm it down. My dad, ha- I was on the phone with my mom the other day, and my dad had a sneezing fit, and it's like it totally whatever I was talking about. It's like totally knocked the thought out of my head because it's just like it's like I need you to calm down in your sneezing, sir. Sometimes you can't help it. <laughs> Don't believe it. Well, I mean, there's sneezing fits. Like uh, before we started recording, Gary had a sneezing fit. He just a chew a chew a chew a chew. But is it like loud on top of that? Oh, oh yeah. Yes. No, I'm telling oh, you, yes. it's like I wasn't being over dramatic. Mm-hmm. That's what he sounds like. <laughs> and then my brother was doing it the other day. Just window it's, rattling. It's like learned behavior. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that bad. No, yours was your your sneezing fit was fine. Mm. A lot of times people confuse my sneezing for coughs. Mm-hmm. Because they're very short. Yeah. All right. So getting into the game. <laughs> Wolfie's are you out bored? There are again. you bored with our, our our sneezing and coughing? Stuffy wait, damn it. I was gonna do the Stuffy? whole Nike <laughs> NyQuil rundown, but I forgot. I forgot it all. Sniffling, sneezing, coughing, coughing. Best sleep you ever had with a cold medicine? Yeah. There you go. I've only got the Pepto-Bismol one (laughs) because of the song. Diarrhea? (laughs) Yay, Pepto-Bismol. Oh. (laughs) Nausea, heartburn, indigestion, Indigestion, upset upset stomach, stomach, diarrhea. Yeah, Pepto-Bismol. The person that found out that jingles make a brand stick in your head was one of the great enemies of humanity. (laughs) Agreed. Agreed. Too twoo. Too twoo. I hate the goldfish jingle. Yeah, well, we're not going to go into that. Snack that smells back. Goldfish. Speaking of goldfish. <laughs> I thought it was, I, I love I, the fishes because they're, they're so, so delicious. delicious. I don't know that one. It's goldfish. Yeah. Is that a new one or an old one? No, it's an, no, old, it's an one. old one. Well, I knew, well, that's your generation goldfish jingle. It's my generation's okay, goldfish boomer. Wow. jingle. <laughs> I'm a zoomer. No, I'm talking <laughs> to Philip. I'm, no, am I, I'm not a zoomer. I'm a millennial. Yeah, you and I are both millennials. Actually, 
I think everyone here is a millennial except Elizabeth, who's yeah. Gen X. Not Gen X. <laughs> I'm definitely boomer. I was like, no, she's a boomer. She's a boomer. <laughs> she's the ultimate boomer. Yeah, Philip would be Sorry, closest was- to Gen X. No, I'm like right in the middle. Like right in the middle. I'm, I'm a forever middle child. I mean, that's him complimenting my mother, right? Yeah, I was just flattering you. Well, Elizabeth. Gen X, uh, it was between Gen X and... I don't consider Jet being called Gen X a compliment. <laughs> better than being a boomer. I'd rather be a boomer. I really, okay, boomer. At least it shows I've earned earned my assholeness. So everything's your fault. <laughs> I'm really glad Gen Z is finally a thing, though, because it's like, I, I hate being called a millennial, but now that Gen Z is a thing, it's like, okay, yes. Yeah, I'm a millennial if it's clear that I'm not like those people. So you're okay. It's it's like this whole freshman, senior, sophomore thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. with yeah. life, oh, you, it never ends. You've well, graduated. Uh-huh. Well, it really is one of those. It's like no, no, no. I remember what life was like before cell phones and before the internet, and and I remember, I remember when you couldn't pause live TV mm-hmm. and. All these horrible things we had to live with in the first world. What's live TV? <laughs> right? Yeah. Can you really remember before the internet? Because I was thinking about it. Not that's really. not true. That's not true. But I mean, I think the real cue is: Do you remember the? I was gonna say I remember dial-up is what I should say. Yeah, because social so, media wasn't yes. a thing at so this point. You remember yes. before broadband? Yes. Internet. I remember yes. modem. Yeah. yeah, it's like I phone modem. I remember I was there for all the beginning social media things. I remember AOL. I remember, mm-hmm. oh man, changing your uh, your little icon, going onto those really skeezy websites to get the, the animated ones. <laughs> changing yep. your avatars. Uh-huh. Yeah. I had one of uh, Matthew McConaughey, like scrolling up his body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a big difference between dial-up and broadband because you couldn't just get on dial-up to fart around the mm-hmm. way you can now. Mm-hmm. So like the internet existed, but it wasn't the same as it is now. Yeah. No, you had to have a purpose to go on the internet when it first started. Because it took half a day to load a web page. Yeah, and you had to tell your parents, and they had to give you permission to not use the phone for six hours while you did whatever it was you were doing. Yeah, because you're tying up the phone line. That was that was the real issue was tying up the phone line. Mm-hmm. Uh, or a call would come in and it would kick you off the internet. It was so irritating. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't call me. Look at all these fancy people with their internets. <laughs> but I'm just thinking it's like because when we went to China, that was 19. 19- 95. And that was already second or third generation internet for me. What I should say is I wasn't so we, using we had, the internet, though. Yeah, like, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's impossible for you to say you, you yeah. can remember before the internet, because by the time you would remember, I know we had, we'd had internet for a while. Fair enough. Well, look at all these rich well, people that had, didn't yeah. have to go to the library to go on the internet. No, mm-hmm. we didn't have internet. Yeah. We didn't yeah. have cable either. Yeah, but we were living in China at the time, which meant like... Running water was a questionable thing. But everybody had a a cell phone. Once a month. Mm -hmm. But everybody had a cell phone. In China? Oh, yeah. (laughs) That was where I knew exactly. It was like living in science fiction land because you'd be in the restaurant and everybody in there would have their phone out and they're all talking. Wait, how? And you know that they're all saying, yeah, I'm having, you know, the, the, the chicken salad on a croissant. Yeah, it looks real good. (laughs) <laughs> it's like because the Instagram didn't exist. You actually had to describe your food. You couldn't uh-huh. so. just take the pictures. But everybody in the room had a had a hey. had a cell phone. I was thinking of this too when we were there, nineteen ninety five, nineteen ninety seven. There were vast number of people. Twenty thirty percent of the people still didn't have electricity in their house. Okay, but eighty percent of them would have seen television within that week. Somewhere in the village, someone had electricity and a TV. Mm-hmm. 
So it's like um, it was a really interesting mix of yeah. technology and not technology. Yeah. So you might not have electricity in your house, but you have a cell phone. It's mm-hmm. sort of it's like in a culture where it didn't slowly build up there; it was just kind of dropped on them. Mm-hmm. People with uh, multiple university degrees living in houses with literally dirt floors, dirt covered with linoleum. No mm-hmm. lie, no indoor bathroom, shared shared communal kitchen. It's like yeah. Yep. Fun fact, just looked it up to verify the date. Um, World Wide Web was originally invented in 1989. Yeah. Uh, first web browser was created in 1990 and released outside of CERN in 1991. That um, Robert Ballard, uh, yeah. the, the man that discovered the Titanic uh, shipwreck site, mm-hmm. he was involved with the internet development, I seem to remember. Him and, and- Al Gore? And I remember I got to see him speak at UTA and he was talking about like, you know, the, the next evolution of web. And so that's why he, he's got that big project, uh, the, the Nautilus, which is, you know, you can go on the internet and, you know, so we go from dial up to now you can watch this, this underwater drone that's just filming the bottom of the ocean all the time. And if they think they're going to come up on some big, some big scientific discovery, they, they've got this whole program with a bunch of the public schools where they, they, they'll wait until the kids are like in class and they're like, okay, kids, let's go find let's go this explore. Cool, let's go explore the ocean. That's really cool. It's like the, this next evolution yeah. of interactive and getting people into science and mm-hmm. technology. It's so cool. Yeah. They also have numerous 24-hour live feeds of somebody's room full of cats. Yes. So. That's well, the more important thing. <laughs> yes. Obviously, people want to see cats. Yeah. But back well, on the scientific yeah. discovery thing, I want them to get to the point where like the satellites that they send out into space, mm-hmm. they can be a live feed back. Yeah. I know the signal's not strong enough to do that. As, yeah. I mean... Yeah, physics physics won't let that happen. Right. But I wish that was a thing so you could explore... Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. Space. Ooh. Oh, we can't even go that far. It's space is one of those concepts that, like, it's is it is it uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? It's like space is big, really like, big, like really, really big. big. <laughs> it's like just amazingly big. Like that. That's how my brain goes. And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> and existential dread starts oh, now. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm so amazed and so horrified at the same time. So There's- how about we? Reel it back into our fantasy world. Yeah. yeah. How big? How big is Galarian? About not the size as, of Earth. Not yeah. as big. Oh, as the but then you have the planar travel system, and it's all it gets huge again real quick. Wibbly wobbly. I don't. I really don't feel like there would be as many existential crises in Galarian. Because there's enough real crises. There's enough real crises. <laughs> you don't live long enough for the existential. Exactly. It's true. Maybe there's more existential crises in Starfinder. Maybe. But not Pathfinder. They're, we're still in the trying not to die mm-hmm. stage of life. That's all of life. Mm-hmm. It's the early years. <laughs> so anyway, back to our game. So last week, you guys uh, fought a manticore. Yeah. And got kind of hurt by that. Found a dead dwarf. <laughs> found a dead dwarf. Found some. Found the tools. Tools, yeah. Fancy tools. Some fancy tools that looked like surgeons' tools and had an amethyst handles on them that had a raven. I'm so into this. I, w- I hope that these tools weren't actually used for evil deeds because of I they were. I want How them. do you think the face was removed? Yeah, I know, but a girl cannot dream that mm. these tools weren't <laughs> used for evil things because they'd be so cool to just have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's sort of where I am. Because I know we were our main goal was to find physical concrete evidence, and I mean we have a really good verbal argument that the description doesn't match Horace, 
Mm-hmm. But I don't know what we're supposed to do with all this stuff. Like, yeah. I'm not putting anything together with this. But we do have to go talk to the... We, we found out that the artisans of these tools is a local, so we can go talk to them. Yes. That's And I hopefully, hopefully that'll crack the case wide open. Yeah, I'm hoping that we get something here, because if not, I'm going to be completely lost. I'll be moderately lost. Well... Lazny brought you back into town and brought you to the shop of Zbraslav Hora and Sons, which has that same raven on the sign outside. And while we were on the boats, Vivian was leaning across her boat and poking Zenobia with the wand of Cure Light Wounds to heal her <laughs> to up. To heal her back up. Actually, Richard, you're still down, right? Yeah, I'm down 10. Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and channel. Alrighty, that's uh, 13 points, two channels. All right, I'm, I'm at max. And I'm at 45, which is... I'll be at full strength tomorrow morning. Cool. Very good. Thank you, Vivian. So a couple of channels as y'all are mm-hmm. making your way downtown. I don't know the next line. <laughs> Walking fast? Mm-hmm. Yeah, downtown morass, it's very distinctive, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. It's still quite swampy. Vivian suddenly has a piano on her boat that she's playing. <laughs> you walk by a random bard. <laughs> it's like New Orleans. There's music everywhere. Yeah. Uh, hello. I'm a scald. That was making me wonder why they were burying their dead. It's like, need above-the-ground cemeteries. <laughs> Magic. Magic. Uh, but anyway, yeah. You make your way to Zbravlov, Hora, and Sons. You see that the sign still says open. However, it looks like they're only going to be open for another maybe hour or so, because it's toward the end of the day. We wait. We have money. We wait 58 minutes. And then walk in <laughs> and wanna, ask if they're open. You want to be those people? <laughs> yeah, they're on their way flipping the sign over, yeah. and it's just like, oh, I, I'm sorry, I have a really long and complicated order I have to place. Are you still open? <laughs> Do you ah. make sandwiches? <laughs> How are you about custom orders? <laughs> Hold the onions. So... Do you wait till right before it closes? No, 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 no. <laughs> no. We go in. <laughs> and I'm sure it does a little the the bell hung up at the top. Yep. Back behind the counter, you do see a a short kind of stout gentleman, human male, back behind the counter with these really thick glasses. Is he a little teapot? Yes, he is short and stout. Here's his handle. Here's his spell. So the four of us walk in with Lazny. Uh, excuse me, are you Zebravlov or are you one of his sons? Well, of course this is Zebravlov. Who do you expect it to be? Maybe Hora. Or sons. Hora it would be his surname. Yes, this is why I asked. Is this Zebravlov oh. or is this his sons? Oh, my notes had a comma between those two. I <laughs> 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 thought it was a law firm situation. <laughs> Zebravlov, Hora, and sons. Yeah. No, that's that's how I had it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how I had it, too. Zebravlov, Hora. Oh, okay. That's and sons. <laughs> well, is there, it's Mr. the Hora family. Mr. Hora, I think you need to work on the punctuation on your sign. <laughs> How are Mr. Mr. Hora? It is a pleasure to meet you. How are you doing today? <laughs> um, she's never this nice. I know. It's like Roderick is so sick. He's being nice to people. <laughs> Sense motive. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that roll. It wasn't very good. <laughs> uh, so, Mr. Hora. About your unfortunate name. <laughs> he didn't pick it. <laughs> anyway, so he... He's named after his mom. <laughs> he sees you... His first name was Nose. <laughs> what? Never mind. He didn't pick it. Oh. Oh. Probably yeah. should have in that case. The, the, do- <laughs> the door's there, Mom. <laughs> Sorry, Gary. We'll, we'll shut up now. Mm-hmm. Why, hello there. Welcome into the store. Uh, what can we do for you today? Mr. Hora, 
we believe that you were the creator of these items, this item here. And Vivian walks forward and opens the case with the fancy tools in it. Ah, yes, yes, yes. I do remember these. Ah, that does have my mark, so those are definitely mine. Well, they're Excellent. beautiful. Excellent craftsmanship. Wow. Yes. Thank you. I do take uh, great pride in what I do create here. So, craftsmanship of this quality, certainly you don't just throw it around. Clearly a man of your talents. You would know, you would remember who you had uh, made these for, wouldn't you? Well, perhaps. Uh, we do take commissions on what we do make. We work for a lot of traveling merchants. We also work for some auction houses. And we do uh, uh, some work for the school over in Leperstad for their medical department. Mm. Oh, that's fascinating. Do you get a lot of commissions like this of custom tools for, for students over in the school? Uh, the students usually don't have quite as much as the, these would cost, but we do get some commissions for them. That's fascinating. So these would be from the professors and from the the faculty? Uh, the, the faculty could request something like this, but um, something of this caliber would more likely go towards some sort of merchant or some sort of auction house. Mm. Do you remember who this set was purchased by? Do, do they have a serial number? I could maybe be... Uh, convinced to remember somehow by a diplomacy check would a platinum and a diplomacy check work perhaps Roderick is going to roll to aid with his charming and pleasant personality are you rolling your diplomacy mom or do you want me to do it you roll yours too I aid whoever makes the final check I've got a 17 so what do you say how you charming him I've already asked him the question so and I'm slipping him a platinum as I'm asking the question Mm mm-hmm was Vivian going to do anything as well? Yeah, she's going to aid Zenobia. So that makes it a 19? Yeah. But she's be a 21 because she 21. didn't add my aid either. Okay, so 21 and a platinum piece and a platinum on top piece. of that. Well, uh, you know, I seem to be remembering uh, when I happened to sell these, so let me just go grab my ledger real quick. <laughs> Excellent idea. Thank you so much. Boy, he's expensive, isn't he? Time is money, Roderick. We don't have much time, and we do have this money we just got from the swamp. You make a compelling case. That's why I'm doing the diplomacy, babe. <laughs> <laughs> well, it takes just a few seconds for him to to run, grab his ledger, and make his way back out. Uh, when he gets back, he he lowers his spectacles down lower <laughs> on his nose so he can see even better. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they're not even prescription. They're uh-huh. just a prop. Yeah. <laughs> He probably sees better because they're like really blurry when he wears yeah, them. Probably. And they're dirty. <laughs> yes. They're so, those they're those glasses with the um the, the shutters on them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Can't see out of them at all. Right. <laughs> He's going to a disco later. Yeah. Has to lure it to the exact uh, right spot to see something. Oh, that's uh, funny. <laughs> so he does that, he looks down, he's like, Ah uh, yes, it looks as though uh these were for this most striking woman named uh Vladka Kostel. Could you spell that, please? Absolutely. That would be a V L A D K A, and her last name would be K O S T E L. If I do remember correctly, she was this most striking red-haired woman. I believe she was from Varesia, uh, and she did have this green silk scarf that uh, I believe had a swan on it. That's very descriptive. How do you how how do you remember all that? She was pretty. Oh, when was this? 
I would remember too, Renly. When, when was this? Oh, uh, looks like this was about a year or so ago. I mean, how would you remember that? It's so long ago. I have the date right here. <laughs> oh, yes, there we go. So, yeah. You can ignore Renly. He's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, looks here like I also made a note that uh, she did work for an auction house. Uh, so that would be, oh, an auction house here in town. So this would be uh, the auction house that would be owned by Master Clud. <laughs> now, is that with a K? Yes, it is. <laughs> and, a, and a U-D? Yep. And an L-U-D? K-L-U-D. Clutch. Everyone in the party is all furiously scribbling. Cled's auction house? Yes, it is in the uh, surgeon's flat, so it's where they sell a lot of uh, the medical wares, for, especially for the university. Some of the students can't afford to, to buy them here, so they get them at the auction for sometimes uh. a cheaper price. Is this the... Is I didn't know that Marast was, was the go-to place for your medical supplies it, for the school. It has become so lately. It's like a... It's like a... Medical version of Murano glass and Burano lace in Italy. What? Where? Where? <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Just th- thinking about my planar classes. <laughs> oh, uh, you're one of them uh, planar studying people, huh? A little bit, and by a little bit, I mean I haven't I haven't got any ranks in it yet. But Roderick is desperately fighting the urge to say I wouldn't buy medical supplies from here. <laughs> Why? Why? Oh, would you there's say that? there's the rude Roderick again. Right. There he is. <laughs> Oh, he must be feeling better. <laughs> All righty. I'm the man. You, you seem so nice a minute ago. What the I hell happened? I said he's fighting the urge to say that, so he hasn't said it. <laughs> uh-huh. Is there anything else you can tell us? Uh, I believe that's about all I can tell you about these from here. You might find out more if you go check out the auction house. That might be able to tell you who bought them and who lost them. So where, where, can you give us directions to the auction house? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and he'll tell you about to go about uh, to the north end of town, and there's a whole row of shops back there that seems like all medical supplies, and you'd see the auction house back that way. Fantastic. Well, thank you team, very much. I suggest we head up to the auction house. Yes, thank you so much for your help. And Roderick is going to roll one sense motive as we leave. It is my pleasure, and it was a pleasure doing business with you. He rolls a six, so it's not of note. <laughs> <laughs> to the auction house. Yeah, we probably should have rolled sense motive. Vivian wouldn't roll sense motive. She's very trusting. I can roll it before we leave. Zenobia would. But I only roll a 14, so it doesn't. It's better than a 6. <laughs> Not a whole lot. It's it's 8 better. <laughs> yeah, but, but that, he basically seems like a businessman. Yeah, I mean, I don't no I don't particularly I don't particularly disbelieve him as a player, but you know, just one of those things just to cover your it's bases. Another reason I wanted to offer a nice He's more likely to tell amount. the truth with that amount. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, to the auction house. Squish, 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 because mm-hmm. we're in a bog. <laughs> and now I kind of imagine like the old Batman series <laughs> where, the, where it kind of spins around a little bit. Yeah. And then, ta-da, you're at the auction house. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Uh, so you make it to the auction house, which is nicely just called the auction, auction house. house. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> Might work on a subtitle. Eh, they didn't have time for names. They got stuff to auction. So um, is it a closed building? You mean, does it have doors and walls? Like, yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> no, is it wearing clothes? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're open forum auction houses, too. Like, <laughs> it's it's not like a cattle barn. It's, 
which assumedly has yeah is there a door well. that i'm walking into or are we just kind of it's just a nice want- pavilion that you stand <laughs> yeah, under it's like are we standing in a pavilion <laughs> but no it, it's an actual building with doors <laughs> And walls. Un- and walls. You're acting like that's a stupid question. It's a very legitimate question. <laughs> it was oddly phrased. <laughs> but no windows. Oh, so you can't see what you're buying. No, so people can't see you buying it. Oh. I mean, I, see, see, he knows. Discretion. I don't, I don't you can tell. It I've is been, the better part of Valor. You can tell I've been to a lot of auctions. Mm-hmm. I hope we get to hear Gary do a... The, the, the auctioneer's voice. The, uh, da, 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 well, <laughs> you won't because there's no auction going on right ah, now. Bummer. But we do open the door. <laughs> There's no bell on the door this time. <laughs> this is an auction house. It's an auction house. This is not a five and dime. <laughs> you do sure. notice that this place, hello, though, hello, hello, while the rest hello. of the, the area has looked more rustic, the rest of the town has, this is a nice, higher, almost, I could say in this this reality, it'd be more French looking. That's what I was going to say. Uh, villa-esque. Mm-hmm. Isn't that Varesia? Yeah. Well, Europe in general. Oh, because the lady's from Varesia. Yeah, yeah, that's why I was tying it together. I was doing it late because I didn't write anything down. <laughs> Philip never writes anything down. Mm-hmm. I have three great note takers. I write also- almost everything down, and I still don't remember. Yeah. So. Well, and you read it back wrong. <laughs> and, I read, and I read it back. Or I can't read it at all. It's like I've written it down, but I can't read my own handwriting. So. Yeah. yeah, I can't either. It's exciting. <laughs> but no, uh, once you do walk inside. Um, well, they did say this was an auction house where they sold medical tools, things like that. Mm-hmm. There is still art and historical things, artifacts all around. It looks very beautiful in here with all the stuff that is. Yeah, Vivian's totally looking around, all excited. Nice place. Anybody work here? <clears throat> Roger, did you take cocaine before we got to the town? <laughs> <laughs> Evidently you, so. It's like, who, what, who were you in the boat with? I don't know, but he <laughs> did a cocaine outside. I saw him. <laughs> Oh it's like, wouldn't use the medical equipment here, but he's found the first drug dealer. <laughs> <laughs> found the first meth head he could get his hands on, and just like, give me some stuff. Uh, it is a college town. Memories. As the four of you are making noise, walking around this place. <laughs> Renly and I are playing with stuff that looks really expensive yeah. and really fragile. <laughs> Figure this is a way to bring people out. You know, I'm checking for everything magic. Fabergé eggs. But no. Um, as you are making noise in here, eventually a gentleman comes around from the back. He's kind of a very stuffy-looking old man with a, with a monocle, and he's got tufts of, of hair above his ears, but the rest of the, the hair is bald. Vivian. Yes. Charming. Okay. I, I think I know what you mean. <laughs> Does he look like the penguin in Batman? The uh, Adam West Batman? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Is he eating raw fish? No. Not no, that not, Batman. Not, not, not Danny DeVito. Not the Tim Burton. Uh, the purple top hat Batman. What's his name? Uh, Burgess Meredith. Burgess Meredith. I was just thinking of the Animaniacs gag. I don't remember that one. Well, they did the Danny DeVito penguin eating fish. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, so he comes out um, looking like you know the Adam West penguin. Um, <laughs> this pleases me. Kind of waddles out a little bit, too. <laughs> Yeah, so can I help you? Oh, are you Mr. Uh, Clud? Yes. My name is Vivian. You have so many wonderful things here, and Vivian's still looking around. She's kind of gotten distracted as to our point here. Ah, yes, I know. Um, we are here. Wait, uh, why are we here? Oh, uh... We're baristas. What? No, barristers. <laughs> we heard you needed some coffee. <laughs> Ooh, I do love a good cappuccino. Uh, Renly, Renly, can you get the coffee? Absolutely. <laughs> 
That's a good just, way to get rid of him. He just runs into, the, into, the, into your back room. Your dish is crashing. I'll make some right now. Make sure you don't uh, mess with the settings. Um, it is it's set perfectly. On the cappuccino machine? Yes. <laughs> it's an antique. It's an antique. Um, Mr. Claude, we are here to ask you about an item that we've found that we've been told was sold here recently. Or by recently, I mean a year ago. And she pulls out the tools again. I do believe that I have seen these before. Yes. We were wondering what you, if you could tell us anything about them. Who bought them? Who who put them up for auction? Well, I wouldn't be doing uh, my business if I went around just telling everyone who bought what. Zenobia uh, sig- <laughs> signals signals for Vivian to come over for a moment. Mm-hmm. She whispers, "Offer him a gold, <laughs> and then offer him a platinum if he doesn't take that." <laughs> oh, okay. Um. That that does make sense. That does make sense, Mr. Glad. I'm sure you're a very discreet businessman. But um, I was wondering if there's any way we could negotiate this for this information. And she uh, and and she starts kind of patting her her body down. And then she's like, oh. And then she pulls out of her um, bosom where she keeps her coin purse, mm-hmm. um, a gold piece or two. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to roll a, a diplomacy while okay. I do that. <laughs> and as this display is going on, Roderick's going to roll sense motive on the guy. For a grand total of nine. So uh, that was a natural 19. Oh, nice. Plus plus eight or plus 10 if he thinks I'm attractive. Did you aid? I wasn't able to help. So, uh, so, so it's a 27 or a 29 if he thinks I'm attractive. Right. So. Which, which was it? Probably a 29. <laughs> <laughs> plus some gold. Plus some gold. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Um, uh, you know, it has been a, a year or so, but I believe it is starting to come back to me, yes. Um, and Vivian's just, like, looking at him, you know, enraptured, hanging on to his every word, really uh, making him feel special. You can tell at this point he's forgotten there's anybody else in the room besides <laughs> yeah. just you. Uh, uh, top of his head's starting to sweat. <laughs> turned all red. It looked like a cherry on top. Yeah. Yeah. The... Uh, the gentleman who bought these uh, had a very unique name. Uh, it was uh, 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 Radnish. Radnish, that was his name. Um, he... All right, everybody spell that, and then we'll find out who spelled it which way when we're done. Radnish is R-A-D-N-I-C-H-E. That's how I spelled it. That is correct. All right. Uh, I spelled it N-E-E-S-H. Uh, I did a double E-S-H. <laughs> so one side of the table is correct. The other yeah, side is not. couch side for the win. Um, so he's uh, Radnish, I believe. Um, he owns a supply shop that uh, sells uh, uh, surgical goods. Oh man, it's a whole chain, isn't it? And where is his shop? Uh, it is located here in the flats. I believe. Oh, wait, who, who are you? <laughs> Oh, oh, this is my friend. Where where does he sell them? Where where's his shop set up? And she's ah. like, yeah, she's <laughs> <laughs> and um, she she puts a hand on his on his elbow. Yes, you know. I'm sorry. What was I saying? Yeah, uh, where where Rad's uh, shop is? Oh yes, uh, here in the surgical flats. Um, it's probably just only a couple of doors down from here. Excellent. Would you like me to? Um, well, it would take too long for a Raven to get there and come back. <laughs> I would send a Raven for you. <laughs> oh, 
that's that's so kind. Um, so it's at points in the game like this where I, Noelle has to fight all of her instincts as a player, because as we've said before, I love to play slutty characters. So what Noelle wants to do at this point is try to get him to give her something from the auction house. (laughs) (laughs) But Vivian wouldn't do that. So I think at this point she's like, oh no, I don't think that'll be necessary. It's just a couple of doors down. Yes. She's like, well, thank you so much. You've been very helpful. And she starts kind of looking at at Zenobia in sort of a panicked, like, I don't know what to do now. (laughs) (laughs) I've got coffee. I've got coffee. Here. Just in time, really. Mr. Clod, yeah. I've made this my first cup ever. Lovely. Drink it. <laughs> he slowly takes the cup. And as it shakes, you can see like a physical ball of <laughs> coffee grounds. <laughs> <laughs> and it's full of sugar. <laughs> oh, Renly, you did such a wonderful job. Thank Thanks, you. Renly. I've never used a cappuccino machine before. <laughs> You know, I. This looks like such a perfect cup of coffee. I just can't bring myself to drink it. So I, I don't want it to ever go away. I'll drink it, and then he drinks it. <laughs> coffee's he eats gross. it too. Coffee's gross. <laughs> coffee's gross, and he's got As like spitting, chunks of spitting out ground chunks. all oh, over his teeth. It's so gross. <laughs> I don't understand how you people drink it. It's just like that scene in um. Pee-wee's Big Adventure with the the ink gum. Mm-hmm. just all gross. Oh, yeah. No, I was thinking uh, along the same lines, but um, uh, Ernest goes to jail when he's in yes, the jury. Yes, the, the yeah. pen. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this whole book is Ernest Goes to Jail. It's it is, it is. Oh, my goodness, it is. We should have named Horace Ernest. And now that you've done that, you hear this uh, crash and this <laughs> sound coming Time from the, that room <laughs> thanks like, so much for your help <laughs> did, I, did, did you did you touch the dials on the machine you told me not to so I didn't I, mm, I'm questioning that <laughs> <laughs> the, the, mach- the machine the, the cappuccino machine it looks like a um, it looks like a, a stove right with, with mm-hmm. a big belly and you open it and it gets hot in the middle no that's oh. a stove I didn't touch that. <laughs> so, so what did you touch? We'll go in there and see if I did it. Oh, dear me. <laughs> Thank you for your help, Mr. Claude. <laughs> you guys hurry out of the auction house, and as you're leaving, you just hear very quiet, very loudly, but... This was an antique! Oh, no. <laughs> Zenobia flips another gold through the door. <laughs> Start leaving. Making enemies everywhere you go, huh, Renly? What? I made him coffee. <laughs> you would think he'd be... <laughs> you made sludge. <laughs> we, we better get scarce. So we skedaddle down to the the niche's place. Like how this has turned into an episode of Scooby-Doo. Right? This Absolutely. has always been Scooby-Doo. I'm very happy. With the way money works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we definitely do have Scooby-Doo tendencies, so it works. A little bit, yeah. We should have kept Wolfie with us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's here in spirit. He's still outside. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you you make your way a couple of doors down. You find the shop because there's conveniently a, a sign outside that says Radnisha's Alchemical Curiosities. Oh, so that's how you spell it. Oh, I didn't have it spelled that way at all. I was hoping it would say Niches Niches. Like, that's what I wanted this store to be called. Red niches, medical niches. Yeah, mm-hmm. for all your needs, and then something about sneeches. 
All right. for, for all your niche needs? Yes. Yes, that's what I was trying to get to. Thank you. Rad niches are chemical curiosities for all of your niche niches. Yes. <laughs> oh. I love the alliteration. Hard to fit that on a banner. I so, love the use of the word multiple times. So before we go in, Roderick sort of gets everybody in a huddle. It's like, okay, so I am definitely for the diplomatic approach as we have done the past two people, but this may be our culprit. Just to remember that as we go in. Should should we rough him up a bit? Not unless it's necessary. I'm just saying, be on your guard. But be pleasant, as as we have been. I'm imagining Renly Should saying... Should I make him coffee? Yes, no. definitely do that. I'm imagining Renly saying all that still with just this nasty ground, <laughs> coffee ground smile. All right, so we walk in. Ding, 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 ding. I was going to say, is there a bell? <laughs> this one, it, there's like this growl that happens when you... <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's a squeaky, squeaky door. Is that, is that like a, in the Munsters? Yeah. I think that's the Munsters. Uh... Hello? Or a foghorn. Uh, now inside here, it it's a very different looking place than anywhere you've seen so far. Uh, this place is a shop filled with uh, skeletons, and there's pickled things in jars, and all sorts of alchemical components scattered about. Mm. Never mind, this isn't the culprit, it's too obvious. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a snack shop. A snack shop? Oh, I don't... I, Zenobia, don't eat any of these things. Don't do that. Okay. <laughs> We used to pickle things in my village. She's eyeing some eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> eyeing some eyeballs. Uh, so you're milling about in here for a, a few moments, and then a gentleman pops out. It's like, ah! Oh, oh my goodness. Hello. You do that to all of your customers. Yes, it's fun. Oh, th- that was mildly terrifying with I the don't eyes. disagree. <laughs> Welcome to my shop. Hello. You seem very proud of it. it, I, it, it well, As uh, you should be. It's wonderful. It's full of curiosities. <laughs> it is very curious, yes. Why does this cow have two faces? That is curious. <laughs> it's Did you do this? So are we. No, was not me. I just collect the things. I don't uh, I don't create them. And what's your first name again? Radnish. Is your first name Ripley? No, it's Radnish. Radnish. So then what's your last what's name? What's your last name, yeah? Radnish. Radnish Radnish. Pleasure to meet you. Hello. <laughs> I knew this plumber once named Mario Mario. <laughs> ah, yes. I think he's my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> we go in the back Here room. Here we go. <laughs> we go in the back room and we just find a random pipe. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hop in. Where's this go? Uh, Mr. Niche, we are here investigating the the thingy. The thingy. There's, there's, there's lots of thingies in here. My brain just. Do you remember we have we have these lovely tools? Do you remember purchasing these from the auction house? Ooh, yes, I do remember these. How could I forget this lovely amethyst handles with these ravens on them? They seem like a perfect fit for my shop. Aren't they so beautiful? Yes, 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 yes. Looks like they might have set you back a bit. Eh, not too bad. I made a nice profit on them. Oh, you sold them? I did. Who did do you sell them to? Um trying to remember his name he was a very tall very dapper looking gentleman he had a top hat and these uh it's these, the penguin it's these, the auction house guy these green glasses um oh what was what was his name he said that he owned a uh a chemic works shop um Vorkstag. Vorkstag, that was his name master Vorkstag. is there an r in that or no yes in master no, Vork. Oh, Vorkstag. <laughs> Rolling a sense motive as he's talking. Okay. First good roll of the night. That is a 19 for a 20. <laughs> Your sense motive's a plus, plus one. Plus one. 
Yeah, I've been rolling it to stimulate y'all to do it instead, but... Vivian's n- Vivian trusts everyone, man. And you have the highest sense motive, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's called playing for character. Yeah, Bra. that's great. What is your sense motive? And I just roll crappy, so... Just a plus three. Mine's a plus eight. Why Mine's haven't I been rolling four. sense motive? Yeah, Renly. Yeah, yeah. Renly. Why has Renly not been rolling sense motive? Or anything? Nobody asked. Oh, so we have to ask for him to roll. Uh, but no, even with the 20, um, he seems to be telling the truth. Fair enough. Just making sure. He's very excited, but it's basically like a novelty shop to him. Mm-hmm. You can obviously tell he is not an alchemist by any means. He mm-hmm. just sells the stuff. Ah, where is Master Vorkstag located? Uh, I, I, I believe I believe he said he, uh, he's his work was in um, Lepistad. Yes, Lepistad is where where it was. You said I, I, I'm sorry. You said he's an alchemist out of Lepistad. Uh, I believe so. He owns a chemic works, and that's I think that's what they do there. The store is called Chemic Works, or that's the the trade it's of it. Something something Chemic Works, something something. Gotcha. I don't gotcha. remember the name. I don't live in Lepistad, so I don't remember the name of it. Gotcha. I didn't know if that was like a. Dude. He works for an oil refinery. <laughs> it's called get, get oil that hazard refinery. pay. <laughs> uh, do um, are any of you from Lepistad? I am. Do you remember the name? Do I remember the name? I guess it's an intelligence check. Knowledge local. That's a 17. It's not bad. Let's see, paired with her knowledge local. Because she might have recognized it as she went by. 13? 13. Mm. Audit to your intelligence. Um, but between the two of you, you remember that the name Vorkstag and Chemic Works. Because there is a shop in Lepistad known as Vorkstag and Grinds Chemic Works. Is that grind with an N or an M? N. G-R-I-N-E. Thank you very much. You have been so helpful, I just can't even express it. Oh, it is my pleasure. Can I interest you in any uh, shrunken heads or anything of that nature? I do have anything that is funny. A shrunken head's not funny? <laughs> well, I mean, the guy died, so probably not. Yeah, I'm looking for more for the uh, kicking the balls funny. Uh, <laughs> the let, let's see what I can find here. Um, here's this nifty, nifty thing. Um, you, you fill it up with air, and you have somebody sit on it, and it makes it sound like they're passing gas. <laughs> Brilliant. I will take two of them. Perfect. <laughs> My first settle of those. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I would really like one of these. And it's one of those um, office toys that's got the oils in it, and you flip it around, and it just does the dribbly thing. Mm-hmm. Vivian buys one of those. Oh, lovely, lovely. Are there any... Uh, you know how from from my village and how I have tied to my my bow, I have feather and bone and stone fetishes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's there's all sorts of like feather or bone type things fetishes. to put in your hair. Things to put up. Yeah. You know, there are things to tie on, like a, like there's bracelets with like Celtic knot work on it, kind of thing. There's Get some Nickelback bracelets. Is there anything useful? Nothing really useful. It's more of a novelty. More decorative. Yeah, decorative gag shop. Uh, they occasionally have things, but... What's so, not useful about this? Unless you're an alchemist. It, it's more the pieces as opposed to having a full, like, an elixir or whatever oh, look, already made. Oh, look, Renly. They have some squishy slime here. And Vivian's poking it. It looks like boogers. Gross. Now, be careful with that. It might bite back. Oh. Oh, is it a piece of a piece of a gelatinous cube? No, but it's similar. I think it's a cousin. Oh. It's a gelatinous orb. Yes. Ooh. Well, it doesn't have much of a shape now. <laughs> Thanks so much. And I give him a gold piece. Oh, it's my pleasure. And he sticks his hand out to shake your hand. And when you do, there's like this little buzzer. That <laughs> 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 I'm going to remember you. I'll take one of those, too. <laughs> ah, it's my only creation. 
you could pay for that yourself. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, you do that to Zenobia, and she just cuts off his head. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> as we walk out of the shop, Roderick is blowing up the whoopee cushions. <laughs> How many did you buy? Two. You bought one for each of us. <laughs> I can't wait for Roderick to set up these jokes, and like, it's just going to be the most obvious thing ever. Hey, do you want to sit down? <laughs> There's a single chair in this room. <laughs> really comfy. That's a really weird shaped pillow, Roger. I sat in it earlier. It's very comfortable. You might want to try it. <laughs> don't don't mind the hides. <laughs> I know there's a piece of paper. Just sit on the paper. It's fine. <laughs> I know there's a piece of paper. I didn't even cover it with fabric. Just <laughs> <laughs> the lowest effort. Well, this is awesome. So, Alchemist, right? We now have, it's it's like, our culprit may be Vork, Vork Stag? Like Fork? Vork Stag, yes. Vork Stag how, how or many, Grimes. How many people have we had to talk to? I don't. Know. I took us from the, the, uh, the penguin person. to the to the joke shop, and uh, well, first, well, we can actually go back further to La- La- Lasney. We went to Lasney to the gravesite to. No, no. I'm just trying to. I'm just got my tally here for uh, whoever I'm going to bill for this. <laughs> Lasney to the gravesite to the the guy that owns the store that made the tools. Brad yes. Love. Um, so that's the platinum, gold, gold. To, I'm just, just to, keeping my expense report going. To Vladka, to Rad. No, to Vladka. But you didn't. Oh see, no, no, we didn't see Vladka. You didn't see Vladka. You saw saw. Um, Clud. Clud. To we Rad. Never, we never even asked about Vladka. Will that prove to be a horrible mistake? We can never go back there. <laughs> he destroyed his cappuccino machine. His poor antique cappuccino machine. He got a lot of money. He'll buy a new one. Yeah. It's okay. This is in the budget for bribing foreign government officials. So, <laughs> before we leave the joke shop, Vivian wants to ask him if she, if he had seen a uh, a dwarf in here any time recently or within the past year. Like just in like a. Have you seen any dwarves within a, a year? In a very look, colorful in a flamboyant coat. outfit. Very colorful coat. Mm, no, no, can't say that I have. A uh, couple of gnomes. Yeah, seen a couple of those. But no, 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 can't say I've seen a do, dwarf. Do you sell wands here? Mm, no. If I did, they'd just be like, they'd just light up at the end. Flowers come out of them. Mm-hmm. He means a never-burning torch. <laughs> not a ghost sound, nothing that would make sounds. No, 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 that, that, that's, not, that's not me. Although, that would be a great joke. A ghost sound wand, so you'd tell, you know, trick people. Roderick presses mm. the whoopee cushion together to make the fart sound. <laughs> What if you made this sound with the ghost sound over there? <laughs> oh. Then they wouldn't even have to sit on the whoopee cushion. You could just make it sound like it. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. Ideas. Ideas. I like ideas. Yes, keep them coming. Keep them coming. <laughs> That's all I got. I'll write you, though, if I think of any others. Fake poop. Fake poop. Like, uh, like, uh, like elf poop? Any or, kind. Or, um, ooh, like, ooh. Sell rocks as dragon poop. Ooh. Oh, that's a good idea, Renly. That, that, that is good. That yes, is good. No, that costs you 20 gold. Holds his hand out. No, no, no. Okay, well. <laughs> I haven't used the idea yet. Okay. Wait, you yeah. may get a commission later. Patent pending, patent pending, patent pending. So should we ask uh, Old Clud about Vladika? Or is, do we have the time? I don't, I don't even know if we have the time. I don't think he'll be very keen to talk to us after we broke his cappuccino, cappuccino machine. I mean, I didn't break his cappuccino no, you machine. you can go talk to him all you want. <laughs> or I could go in with the hat of disguise but i only have 10 minutes <laughs> i don't just i just don't know if you know it's like it might just be a red herring yeah it seems that the alchemist is the more uh pertinent information and right and it is two stages removed from our final step so yeah so lasty 
Thank you so much. You've been just a, a dear to help us get around town like this. Oh, it has been my pleasure, my friends. I give him a platinum, too. Oh, oh my. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mention this to any of the lawyers, okay? More money than I've seen in quite some time. Well, you've been our guide, and you've risked your risked your safety taking us into that horrible swamp. <laughs> anyway, so it goes. So, we gotta hustle back to town now. Are we done here? Rest? Bought a souvenir? They have a... They have a, a magnets anywhere with like an alligator biting off your leg or something. <laughs> <laughs> Tourism. I, I went to Morast and all I got was this lousy magnet. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. So we go back to our already summoned horse attached to a cart. How long's the horse last? Eight hours, so we got time. Great. Yes. Uh do you have another Renly Renly, do you have another marching song? Uh do we need it? Because I can do yes. it. Yes. Yeah, we need another two hours. I think so. The faster we can get back to yep. town, the faster we can get to sleep. Uh, so yeah. do you have like a double time or a triple time? No, it's just it's just like one higher. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's what we we went over last time. He has the song of marching, which does in fact it is double time in terms of regular movement. But she was wondering speed, so. if you if it could go up a yeah. A level. Can I sing it up a notch? Mm-hmm. Not at this level. So we're on the road again. So we head back. On we the can't, road again. We can't wait to get back just on the road again. Clip clop. On the road clip again. clop. Clip clop. All right. So you make your way back into Leperstad. And what do you do once you're in Leperstad? Well, so what we, time is it? Uh, you left Leperstad probably around, what, like three or so? Yeah, I think that sounds about right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, had the whole ordeal with the manticore. The shops were all closing when we started asking questions in uh, Rast. So that's right. that's like an hour of asking questions. Mm-hmm. So what would you call that? Like eight o'clock? Yeah. When we left, so it's like ten when we get back. That sounds about right. Yeah. So it's about ten o'clock at night when we get back into town. Mm-hmm. We surreptitiously make our way past Vorkstog and Grind's Chemic Works on our way back. Okay. Just kind of scope the place out. Are they open? Uh, all right. So as you go by and check this out in the evening, um, you don't see anybody like milling about outside. The You can see there's light inside and there's smoke and a very acrid smell coming from the, the chimney. So you can tell it's definitely like work is being done. Mm-hmm. But you can't see anybody go in or out. You can't see through the windows or anything like that because they're so there's so much grime on the windows. It's like almost like blacked out. Is the, the sign flipped open or closed? There is no sign. So we see we see one of the shop owners up pressed up against the window. We see Grimes pushed it, up against <laughs> the window. <laughs> grime, not grime. Oh, it, I spelled it wrong again. <laughs> is it is it a shop or is it a factory? It's a factory. So there's no place to buy stuff. You don't go in, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, group? Do we knock on the door and ask now, or do we wait till tomorrow? Let's go. Yeah, Let's go they're awake now. All right. <laughs> I uh, think we just made a terrible mistake. Um, so as you start approaching the Chemic Works um, to go knock on the door or whatever, uh, you see a 20-foot-high stone wall that is topped with broken glass uh, surrounding a small courtyard uh, before you ever get to the workshop area. Uh, there is a heavy oak gate that bars the entryway uh, beneath a sign that proclaims Vorkstock in Grind Chemic Works. And uh, by the door, there is a, a string with a bell. Maybe like the doorbell. As you approach, you... Fortitude save? No. <laughs> um, as you start approaching the door to go ring the bell, uh, you are greeted not by a person, but from this 
dog-looking creature that runs from a kennel that's hidden back in the wall as he makes his way towards you, growling at you. And roll for initiative. Oh my goodness! What? Wasn't expecting that. So did I lose two more raging songs? Two yeah. more hours? Yeah, it was yeah. two hours to two get hours. back. Isn't that fun? Because we haven't rested, right? Nope. Nope. Not fun at all. Roderick and Zenobi, I wanted to fight. No, I didn't. <laughs> well, here's what I, I was worried that they were going to be asleep in the morning when we tried to come and bother them. So, okay, if they're up now. I wonder what we're going to say to them. Sorry we killed your dog. I'm hoping isn't there's this some. Do- isn't this dog on the other side of a gate? No. Fence? Uh, the gate is by the, the door. Like the, it's like a doorway that's gated, closed. This is a courtyard, and basically he protects this courtyard. So this is how they greet all of their guests as they sick a dog It is 10 o'clock at night. But we rang the bell. It wasn't like... No, we, we didn't get to ring the bell yet. Gotten to the bell we yet. haven't gotten to the bell. Oh, because we haven't been allowed to get to the door. Yeah. We were told about that before we actually got there. Okay. All right. So what are those initiatives? Roderick? 19. 19. Zenobia? 9. 9. Vivian? 15. 15. And Renly? 15 with a plus 2. Plus 1. All right. Yeah. Sort that there. So we rolled for those initiatives. Mm-hmm. Um, up first in the initiative order is Roderick. All right. Uh, Roderick, first of all, I'm going to take a look around. I guess I'll roll perception if you want me to. Okay. Natural two, so it's an 11. You don't see much. Is it chained to it, anything? It is not chained to anything. All right. Well, we can't just keep our distance. It'll follow us. He says very calmly. And by the way, just to get an idea of what you are looking at... When I said earlier, it was a dog-like creature. It's not just a dog. It looks like this. Oh, it's an inside-out dog. That is not a dog. That's pieces of a dog. Basically, yes. It's a Franken-dog? Franken-weenie. 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 It's not a very happy Franken-weenie. So, is there a knowledge I can roll to find out anything about this? Knowledge Arcana. Roll that. Hope that's a better roll. It is. That is an 18. 18? Total 18. Yes, sir. Total 18. Okay. Uh, with that, uh, you would know that this is a flesh golem hound. Ew. Ew, ew, ew. Okay, no bleed damage. So he has been constructed. Um, it's got the typical construct traits. What are the t- typical construct? Have we fought a construct in this campaign? We met one. Yeah, the, uh, the manacles were construct. Oh, right. Yeah. I think the... Straight jacket was as well. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they were. Um, so you would remember with him saying that's a construct that it's immune to death effects, disease, mind affecting things like charms, compulsions, things like that. Uh, it's immune to necromancy, paralysis, poison, sleep, stun, or any effect that requires a fortitude save. Mm. Unless it also affects objects, am I right? Yeah, if it specifically says objects, then, then maybe. Yeah, doesn't doesn't affect anything I was going to do, but mm-hmm. then maybe. So that's what I know about it? That's what you know with 18. It's a decent amount. I also think it cannot run us, so I don't know if we have any other option but to fight it. Can I roll a sense motive to see what it's doing? Sure. I mean, I could tell you that it's guarding the place. It's a nine, so I don't know. Yeah, you have um, no idea. It wants to hug you and give you a big, wet dog kiss. Roderick is going to ready an action to cast Burning Hands as it approaches. All right, so you're readying Burning Hands? Yes, sir, once it gets in range. Okay. Well, next up is its turn. Looks like it has, uh, I'll say there's two of you in the front and two of you more back. Yeah, Roderick and Zenobia up front. Alright, so I'll roll between Roderick or Zenobia as to who he's going to charge after. Not 
mechanically charged. Just mm-hmm. I'm gonna be evens. Even. Mm-hmm. All right. So head straight at Roderick. Head straight at Roderick. Triggering his ready to action. Now, question: Does Burning Hands have spell resistance? Yes. Then it is immune. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> so he casts it and he just absolutely runs right nothing the fire. happens. That's terrifying. No burn, no anything. Well, that's a wasted spell slot. Sure is. It just runs at you and then goes to bite. Boo. <laughs> that is a 30. Oh, like, what the heck? What? We were not supposed to come here yet. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to assume that's a hit. You would assume correctly. Four, 38 points of damage. 38 points of damage? Oh, no, you made that up. Yes. Yeah. Why would Philip go the damage to well? It's like, what? <laughs> but that is 20 points of damage. Jeez. That's half. That's just about half of Roderick's health. In one bite. Oh my. We, we should, have to get out of here. <laughs> this was a terrible mistake. <laughs> it's like we weren't supposed to go here yet. <laughs> a very large portion of Roderick's torso is missing. Like, we should leave now. <laughs> All right. Rinley, you're up next. We didn't even go in. I don't know what to do. Um, Are we going to flee? Should we flee? Yes. We should flee. Flee. So I can either... Okay. 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 Do you know what you're going to do? Uh, I had no idea because at first I was going to fight it and throw my uh, silver chakram at it. Um, but no, now I wasn't going to because it um, did so much damage. Well, what Vivian was going to do is she's going to heal Roderick, but she was going to call out to the factory to be like, hello, we're just visiting. Like, yeah, make a ruckus, basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know what Renly would do, though. Renly wouldn't do that because if there's a monster attacking us, it that would bring other monsters to attack us. That's what his thinking is. That's going to call more monsters calling out. Um, uh, they don't even have a sign up. Beware of yeah. where dog. Beware of parts of a dog. Um, mm-hmm. So if we are going to flee, you're sitting right next to me, right? Yeah, I'm standing right next to you. you uh, <laughs> he took half his thing in one bite. Mm-hmm. That means run away. Just don't get bit. Yeah, with a 30, that's going to be easy to do. <laughs> and that wasn't a crit. Nope. <laughs> we should sue these guys. <laughs> we have ends with lawyers. <laughs> okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to grab um, uh, Roderick, cast Vanish, and then I am going to run the other way. <laughs> <laughs> we are leaving. All right, so Rinley casts Vanish on Roderick. Who disappears and then runs away. Takes his full complement of movement out of the courtyard. Like a big old scaredy cat. Yes, there's a monster trying to eat him. <clears throat> All right, uh, Vivian, you are up next. Oh, oh my, oh my, Roderick! <laughs> and Viv- Vivian's like reaching out into the where Roderick just disappeared, seeing if she can uh, find him. <laughs> um, I'm fine, run away. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> She's, uh, hauls ass. And, and runs away. It's a double move out of the courtyard. Yep. All right. And Zenobia. Beaten feet. <laughs> See everybody else going. It's like, nope. Okay. Vivian does draw her glaive as she's running. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then Roderick, back on the top of the door. Running away while invisible. All right. So the dog only goes as far as the edge of the courtyard. And then as you run away, he'll turn around and go back to his little cubby hole. Boy, we need to go back there in the daytime. My goodness. I have a lot of bleeding that needs to be staunched. And as he's saying that, he comes back into to view. Visibility. Visibility, and he's just red with, soaked with blood. Vivian will immediately 
cast cure uh, moderate wounds on you. If I had the police radio, I would call for backup. (laughs) (laughs) The sad part is we are your backup. (laughs) We are 911. Quick, what's the number for 911? Well, I feel like we learned a lot in that short period of time. My goodness. I don't like this guy already. (laughs) Minimum healing, by the way. (laughs) Which is? Five. I'll tell you who we need to wake up. The lawyer. The barrister? Yeah. Plus seven. Yeah, we'll get this help in the morning. So, you said the lawyer is what you said? We need to wake him and we need to go out. We need to give him all the physical evidence that we have. I think we can just do it in the morning. He's not, he's, 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 we're going to need to be rested for court tomorrow. What spells? Court spells? We will be. We've got a couple hours before midnight. I say we wake him up, dump all this stuff, then go and talk to him in the morning after he's spent the night thinking about it. Do we know where he lives? Yes. Mm-hmm. He lives at the courthouse. He is sleeping in the courthouse. Really? Yes. Okay. Well, yeah. I don't hate that idea. No, let's that do it. He needs to, you know, here's the evidence. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Is, there's not a dog at the courthouse, is there? <laughs> <laughs> really? Take 20 points of damage in one turn from yeah, a let's dog at the courthouse. Surprise, another dog. I bet they'll just let us in if we just show them Roderick. <laughs> I've got my badge mm-hmm. and my belt. All right, so you head back to the courthouse. Yeah, I'm stunned. I'm just stunned by that attack. I'm just like, oh. And, and what are we called again? Barristers. No, no. Voluntary. Volunteer defenders. So, what is it? 10.30 now. We hopefully aren't waking the barrister up as we go and knock on his door. Covered in blood. Roderick's blood. Yes? Barrister Gustav, we've just returned from arrest. And we tell him everything that's happened. Maybe we should let him let us inside the office first. (laughs) I'm just trying to speed this up. (laughs) Barrister Gustav, we've we've just returned from arrest. We have news. Come, come in. And do if you have bandages, that would be uh, appropriate as well. And towels, lots of towels. The, 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 there should be some in the the, 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 the over there. <laughs> you want pork pig on us? Yes. <laughs> so uh, we go in. We tell the long chain of conversations we had that led to us uh, finding that the. Alchemist people here in Lepestad were the final purchasers of the implements that were found at the site of the grave robbery of the grave robberies. And uh, as we went to go question the alchemist peoples, Workstog and Grind. Yes. 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 Workstog and Grind. You went at night. Yes, and they had this creature guarding the courtyard. Yes, that is to keep people from stealing the chemicals inside. They lock him up during the day. Good to know. Would have had a sign. Yeah, they sell those beware of dog signs everywhere. I don't know what you're talking about, Vivian. There were no signs. Yes, thank you, Roderick. But I'm saying you can go into any grocery store and buy a Beware of Dog sign. Oh. But they keep it that way so no one remembers there's a dog. And you let them do this. Wait, what? It is their property. I mean, do they have castle doctrine in Leperstad? They got castles. Stand your ground law applies. So they purposely don't put up warnings because they kind of want people to get to get eaten kind of yeah <laughs> what a dick move i don't like these guys i hope they're the bad guys they're so dead 
My goodness. Mm-hmm. Well, that would have been nice to know before we went there tonight. You c- could have a- asked me. First. I don't need your sass, Gustav. <laughs> for a very long day. <laughs> Everyone calm down. I'll make some coffee. No. <laughs> Stay away from the coffee machine. We I'm- only have instant here. <laughs> well, you know what? That's perfect because that's how he makes it. Right. <laughs> In fact, that's what he does. He goes and he makes it the exact same way, but it turns out fine. Yeah. <laughs> Adequate. Uh-huh. All right. Well, no harm, no foul, I guess. Thank you, Vivian, for the healing. Um, and like, I feel stupid that we didn't roll any checks, but I would have just failed him anyway. So <laughs> the result would have been the same. So we go to the judge's house to sleep it well, off. So I, th- I think we ask Gustav what we should, what do you, d- will this be enough? Do we need to go talk to, talk to the chemist in the morning before the trial? What do we need to do now? They may have more information that can be used, but we do have this information now. If you are back in time, it would be nice if you could present the evidence. Yes, but we need your help because we don't know what to do with the evidence we have. I mean, we have good verbal testimony. We heard what the witness is going to uh, say at the trial, and it, the description does not match uh, the defendant. Also, the blood. What about the blood? Yes. Uh, the, the the blood is not necessary. If the beast was bitten, he would have a scar. Yes, but he also doesn't bleed. Does he? I do not know. Because the guy said he bled, right? No, of my knowledge of these constructs, they do not bleed. Right, so... If we just cut him during the trial... No, but uh, Gustav is... Gustav... (laughs) That seems like a terrible idea, Philip. Violence in the courtroom would be greatly um, frowned upon. What what if it's consensual? No. (laughs) Can we ask him? We can talk to him tomorrow. Ask him if we can cut him? No. Ask him if he bleeds when he's cut. Yes, I think that's a good idea. If we prick you, do you not bleed? Just... Just so you are aware, any sort of antics during the trial can result in heavy fines or even imprisonment. Vivian casts a quick glance at Renly and back. She doesn't say anything. Looking at Renly, I was the one who was coming up with these harebrained ideas before we started recording. (laughs) That's right. I just stole them. (laughs) Would you like to go over what the courtroom will be like tonight or tomorrow. Roderick looks at the uh, freshly bandaged wound on his side and says, how about tomorrow? I agree. I think so also. Okay. Uh, if you go to the, the, the factory, just be back before 10. Yes, certainly. Thank you. Thank you, Barrister. So you'll take care of getting all the evidence checked in? Yes, I will check in the evidence. Unless we get more at the thing, then we got to get that back by 10. Yeah, we probably should bring the tools with us, just to show them. The tools only. Yeah, yeah. see what they, see how they react when they see them. Hmm. Do we need to take them all? I was going to say we could take, like, a scalpel. 
Like one set of the one piece of the tools. Hey, that's y'all's call. I think so. I'll ponder it. Something that looks like a fork or something not lethal. <laughs> mm-hmm. A spoon. A spoon. It'll hurt more. Mm-hmm. And Roderick passes out on the floor right in front of Gustav. <laughs> and then you hear as he as he falls to the ground, you hear a. <laughs> <laughs> A prolonged. <laughs> oh, put one of those under his head. <laughs> okay, then. Uh, so, are you resting back at Judge Deramid's house? If it's not far, yes. It's not too far from... Is she is, Has she let us, invited us to stay at her house? I believe mm-hmm. she did earlier. Did she oh, so we were yeah, keeping the books did. there. Yeah. I think you guys are implying invitations. I think I remember her saying that you had to find somewhere to stay. She she was watching the books. It also seems to me, you know, not that anything in this town has been going uh, according to what I would consider appropriate procedure. It seems a bit odd for the defense to be staying in the same house as the judge. (laughs) Seems seems odd that the judge called us in the first place. So there you go. Public defender lives at the courthouse. And they've already got the execution set up. That's what I'm saying. There's a lot of illogic here, but I don't think it helps the case. (laughs) The court didn't set the execution up. The townspeople built the wicker man. (laughs) Well, we already know where Roderick's sleeping. It's in the living room on the floor in uh, <laughs> Barrister Gustav. There, there, there's no living room. He just has a cot. It's just his and office. A, well, he's got the office, and then he has a cot and a closet. Well, I'm <laughs> imagining uh, the Mayberry Sheriff's office. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm imagining. So we're just going to sleep in the cells? Well, Roderick is asleep on the floor in the office. Vivian's going to a hotel. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm there, going there to is a hotel. An yeah, let's go to the inn. <laughs> Zenobia's going with her. And she can leave Roderick Renly. on the floor. <laughs> no, I'm going to the inn. He's in a lot of pain. He doesn't want to move anymore. Roderick, come on. What? So we have to get you a hot bath. Come on. Hold on. Can I, ca- I cast? I cast mount. <laughs> <laughs> I just put him over a little tiny pony. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't it only last for a couple minutes? We have to like rush to the inn. <laughs> it's not that far. Yeah, <laughs> you get there, but it's a small enough pony that like his feet and his hands are dragging yeah. across the ground yeah. as you're going. So, we get to the inn. Uh, Vivian sets Roderick up in a room, plays nursemaid, gets him stitched. Hmm. Does a, she has like a travel uh, suture kit. <laughs> Stitches him hey, up. Hey, she's got... Miniature sewing kit. Yeah. Oh, we left it with him. And Got uh, all these tools. I say goodbye to Buttercream. That's what I named the pony. It's <laughs> a good name. It's a good name. And then Vivian, before she goes to bed, gets in a hot bath. Like, just below boiling. It's the most glorious thing she's ever experienced in her life. Very good. So we all sleep for eight hours. Uh, how many rooms did you get at the end? Four. <laughs> Four yeah. rooms? Yes. Right. So that would be... Nobody's sharing. Two gold pieces each. I'm taking. I'm paying for all of this out of the money that we found in the... Uh, she's doing the expenses. Yep. So it's uh, eight gold pieces? Yes. Don't trust Anobia with a slush fund. <laughs> no, she's doing this right. This is exactly how you do it. It's like we're not using any of our own money. Uh-uh, keep your receipts. And I don't care if we spend all of it, <laughs> if we have to. This is found money. If we can get it back from the court, that'd be... We still have plenty of stuff to sell, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same price either way, but do you want to do the... Each of you has an individual room, or get two suites where one has two bedrooms and the other one has two bedrooms. Two suites. Same price either way. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to share Why a does suite it with Roderick? Ma- okay, no, is, is, this, is this game significant, or is this just flavor? It's, it's just flavor. flavor. Just no, curious. Zenobia wants a room all to herself, no suite, Agreed. no connecting door. Agreed. No, no share space. I no. shared space. I am shocked, shocked that Vivian wants a room by herself. 
she is feeling far more comfortable now that she's in the city. Uh-huh. You know, she kind of goes she she kind of goes back to a default state of naivete, and she's feeling better now that they're in the city. There's guards and stuff and other things that theoretically keep all murders from happening. Mm. Roderick doesn't care, and he will post up wherever you place him. He doesn't protest. Actually, Vivian might get a suite with Roderick so that she can like. That's what I'm saying. Monitor he is him. Like- Almost passed out. Yeah, I thought you just meant that she was afraid of like being well, by herself. Well, that that was my original question, but the reason I wanted to double up was because Roderick is out. Yeah, so I take it back. Roderick and Vivian are in a suite because she's gonna be like checking on him in the night, make sure he doesn't pass out from like or like. Did he get a concussion when he fall down after fall down? When he fall down. When he fall down after all his blood loss. And he I smacked mean, his head on a few rocks on the way to the end. Yeah. I mean, he's down eight hit points, but nothing else. So he's. Yeah. It, it, I'm playing it up more than it is mechanically, but you took 20 hit points in one hit, which hurt a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It shook Vivian, and she just wanted to make sure that he's okay. All mm-hmm. right. Okay. So you sleep for the night. Mm hmm. Uh, you get up in the morning. Make, mm-hmm. make it through the night uneventful. And we'll pick it up here next week. I have no idea what we're supposed to do. Dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> Go sleep. Go Mimis. Mimis? Cafe? Um, no. Mimis is... going to talk like Burgess Meredith. I can't really do that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, that, that was pretty do good, the inflection Mom. with the, uh, the southern accent. See what that sounds like. <laughs> the inflection with the southern accent. I just, uh, Suddenly Gary's a short order no. voice actor. Yeah. He sounds like Mr. Krabs. <laughs> <laughs> this is so the voice that I taste like. Foghorn Leghorn. I say, I say. It's the moving my mouth. Yeah, it yeah. changes the accent yeah. completely. Yeah. Okay, now this time do Ricky Ricardo <laughs> meets uh, Bruce Willis. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. That was, was a good call. Lu- <laughs> that just, that Lu- just hurt uh, my head. Lucy. yippee ki motherfucker. <laughs> there you go. That's it. That's it right there. <laughs>